Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Frankie San. Welcome to Billion Express. Okay, tonight we're talking Oscars. Okay, uh, the lowest rated show since 2008. Um, you heard my last uh, show, radio show. I did say they should have nominated Star Wars The Force Awakens and Straight Out of Compton. And Minions, no. Uh, well, you know. And they could have brought out some more like Jurassic Park and the idea really Scott didn't get nominated for Martian. And, you know, people just were not in tune uh, to top it off. That whole diversity kind of thing. People were getting tired of that. Uh, the latest news was um, Spike Lee. Yeah, it looked like I made a difference. That was, you know, there were so many low ratings uh, all across the board, you know. And I'm going, yeah. Right, taking credit for something that nobody wanted because, well, it was too predictable. The final nail in the coffin, all these award shows, Oscars is the last one, the big, you know, the big kahuna. But the thing is, uh, Independence Awards was on this past Saturday. Then the Oscars was on Sunday. And even Saturday, they voted Spotlight as the best picture, right? And so the time Oscars came around, people say, well, either Revenant or Spotlight, it looks like, you know, there was not much of a choice. Now, Everybody knows I look fun, uh, forward to this because it's fun just making a bet with my friends and stuff like that. And I went 20 bucks and I got a six pack out of it. You know, I do it for fun, you know. Uh, this year, nobody wanted to bet me. He said, uh, Frank is too predictable and you're probably right with everything. Well, uh, there was about 17 categories that I picked. I left out like short documentary, uh, short animation, the foreign picture. I left those little categories out because... We don't see those things over here. We don't have no. We don't have a clue what the hell those things are anyway. The only one I heard, and I did mention this, was best foreign film. Probably would have went to Sino Sal because it had to do uh, with the concentration camps, and that's the only one that I heard of compared to the other four. But I didn't even list that down. Okay. Uh, so out of the 17 that I did pick, I picked 13 major ones, major awards, and uh, out of the 13, I got 10 right, and three I didn't. Uh, and then I said, I put the technical awards. I listed this on my on my blog. Uh, that was, I believe, for Thursday. That went into Friday. And out of the technical awards, I said, ah, probably Mad Max is going to get everything. And so I did say, maybe, don't be surprised that Revenant gets uh, one or two of those technical awards. What happened? Mad Max got everything. Yes, it's a beautiful day. What a lovely day, as they say in Australia. Yes, Um but the, the the funny thing is, um, you know, Mad Max got six technical awards and George Miller didn't get it. Leo got it for Oscar for Best Actor and um, Alexandro, can never pronounce that last name, Alexandro got for Director. But they give the, the Best Picture Award to Spotlight. <laughs> now, the three major food pause, right? I said the Best Picture probably go Revenant. Nope, Spotlight got it. Uh, the other one I said Stallone should get it for Creed. No, they gave it to Mark Revelins, I believe his name is, supporting actor for Bush's Spies. He was good, but the guy's a theater actor. 
for crying a lot. I always respect theater actors. Anybody been following my shows that I have a lot of, lot of respect for theater actors. Okay. But he only did one, two movies. Then all of a sudden he gets Oscar over Stallone. Yes, Stallone did a lot of garbage. We know. But he, uh, you know, it's a sentimental favorite. He proved himself. And personally, I've seen every one of these nominated movies. So I can actually say, even though I'm a Stallone fan, I can honestly say, Stallone was better than Mark Revelance. You know, he was played, you know, near spy with a little sense of humor. Oh, that's cute. But nothing really knocking out of the ballpark. Bush Prize got nominated for Best Picture. Not a big deal. It was good. I saw it once. It was interesting. Yeah. Most of these movies are made from, you know, and that because I'm a musician, and that's because I'm a Star Wars fan, but straight out of Captain. Star Wars, they they should have been in the mix. I, my last show, I did say. Brooklyn, The Room, Carol. Even though Carol didn't get nominated for Best Picture. But it's kind of the style of the Oscars. They like that kind of old-fashioned kind of thing. Uh, but they were boring. They were boring movies, okay? Um, animation. Um, Badadoo. Badadoo, Badadoo. 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 Minions, at least they made a cameo. And so it didn't make, uh, it didn't make the cut inside out. So... So I'm going to go down the list, okay? So that's my little wrap-up. Basically, the show blew, okay? And the problem with the low ratings is because everything was so predictable. Now, the three I didn't pick again was the Best Picture, Spotlight. Stallone didn't get it. And Star Wars got this uh, for Best Special Effects. Best Special Visual Effects, and that went to Ex Machina. I love sci-fi. That movie was boring. Um, that girl was also in... Wasn't Alicia? Can't even pronounce her name. She wasn't the Danish girl. She went over Kate Winslet. That's a, no, that's the other one I lost. Kate Winslet. I predicted her, and a girl from Ex Machina won. I don't even remember the nude scene she did in Ex Machina, and she did a nude scene in Danish Girl. She was she's a decent actress, but nothing sticks out, and I I don't remember these performances really. I mean, I'm going the, for the room. Brett Lanson, she was good, but that kid was better for crying out loud. Uh, let me do, um, I'm going to go back to that answer for a second because I mentioned the little kid, Jacob, and the other kid was Abraham. Independent Spit Awards. Let me just mention that real quick and I'll go back to the Oscars. Um, before I go into that, that's my opening thing about uh, Oscars. I'll go more into it. What happened to the other shows, right? Okay. We heard about James Bond winning, and Lady Gaga got dissed. Oh, I got a lot of beef with that. Oh, boy, I got a beef. That's a good half-hour show right there. But I would, because of that, it winning, writing on the wall, Sam Jones won it for uh, Oscar for the best song. I'm going to do my James Bond special. And followed by that, uh, the acting. I just want to remind everybody, the pilot episode, premiere episode of The Family, um, Joan Allen and McCarthy. Uh, that's going to premiere this Thursday. Once that premieres, um, I'm going to talk about my experiences being a background actor. The reason is I'm getting a lot of questions. Okay, people want to, hey, I want to take a chance to become a background actor, blah, 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 blah. I will get into that in the next show. James Bond acting thing, and hopefully I will get to the Godzilla thing. Okay, uh, the next show will have some reviews on Gods of Egypt, Jerry Butler, and the 300 sequel. Um, what's the other movie? Oh, Crushing Tiger. I give that a three out of five. A lot of action. Story's dumb. Just go for the action. 
Okay, that's a little mini reviews, a little wrap up. One last thing I want to say is Video Link Express is on. We have our blog, we have our website, okay, and we uh we do have our YouTube channel. Video Link Express has its own channel on YouTube, okay. I do have clips of um of some uh, James Bond, which I get into next time. I do have a, a couple uh, clips. Uh, one of them is specifically Al Pacino. I'm, using, I'm, I'm, mentioning, I'm mentioning this along with the Oscars because uh, Sidney Lumet, a great New York director, and who passed away a couple of years ago, he did a film called uh, Serpico. And it's a behind the scenes of Serpico. Sidney Lumet also did a, uh, um, a whodunit movie called Murder on the Orient Express, which is getting remade with uh, James Bond, Sean Connery. Okay, I have those two clips on our, on our, on our YouTube page. And, uh, for example, Al Pacino was nominated for The Godfather. He was nominated for Serpico. He was nominated for Dog Day Afternoon. Three movies in a row, and he lost. But anyway, there's a, a good making behind the scenes of Serpico with commentary by Cindy Lemon. Uh, another making of Modern uh, New so you might want to go to our YouTube channel and check that out. These Academy Award winners, that's why I'm mentioning these here. Okay. Uh, for example, Russell Crowe lost to Beautiful Mind. He should have won it. Denzel Washington won for Training Day. He should have won for Malcolm X. This guy, Mike Rylance, won for, for Butcher Spies. Stallone should have got it. Again, this whole music thing with Lady Gaga, I'll get into that. Let me go back about diversity. Again, this um, I mentioned the last show, um, the other show, what was it? Well, Independence Film Awards, uh, Spotlight got it. But uh, the, the show previous, the Spirit Awards, I believe it was. Anyway, Edward Zappel got two awards. The little kid, Abraham, uh, won, okay? And the, the little guy, Jacob uh, Taylor, and Abraham won. And the woman, I forget his name, uh, something Taylor from Tangerine. The reason I'm mentioning that, that's the film that was uh, done on the iPhone, uh, believe it or not. And right now, I'm actually doing a music video on on a smartphone. It's not an iPhone, but it is a smartphone. I'm uh, using, there's an app called Power Director. And it's like uh, it's like the iMovie for iPhone. And it's a powerful little uh, video directing thing. And I'm using that to make a, a, a video. A lot of people have been wondering, you've been posting a lot of pictures of your location at the beach and stuff uh, on Facebook. And well, all that is becoming, it's going to become a, a music video. So that film, Tangerine, which I did see, is I believe it's playing on Netflix or Hulu. I definitely recommend it, but this guy did it on iPhones. Now, that's compared to other movies this year that, you know, have grossed over two, $300 million, and they've got these $200, 300000000 million budget. Quick box office, let me mention, Deadpool is claiming over $600 million, a picture that only made $50 million, okay? And it's rated R. And of course, now all the other cities want to make all the superheroes ready at all. You know, jumping on the bandwagon and stuff like that. It's great when you see little small independent things like this here. Now, Spotlight is an independent movie, and it won. Okay, it, it won for the Independent Film Awards. A movie only cost me like $10 million, $20 million. Spotlight won for Best Picture. Okay, a movie like Tangerine uh, made an iPhone. A superhero movie. Deadpool, $50 million. Ryan Reynolds, his career is washed up. Yes, last laugh. Good for him. Uh, yes, it, clear, it cleared over six hundred million. It looks like it's going to clear up to eight hundred million. As they mentioned on the other show, Batman Superman is in trouble. Ben Affleck was on the Jimmy Kimmel uh, show with uh, Matt Damon. Uh, the the little scene of Batman versus Superman, um, which was funny. I think it would probably be better than the movie. Uh, Batman versus Superman is in trouble. 
they're trying to keep the news down big time, but they're afraid. It, it, now, what's happening is, I'll get more into the next show. What's happening is they're comparing Batman versus Superman as far as box office. This is the stockholders. This is the studio. They got to listen to stockholders. And the stockholders said, well, Deadpool made is going to clear about $800 million. Batman and Superman is going to do that, right? And the studio is going, hamada, hamada, hamada. If the first weekend, the word is out, and you know who's going to kill the movie? Not the critics, the fans. Fans were not happy with Ben Affleck signing up. They're not crazy about the Superman, neither am I. But come on, guy's British, Australian. What happened to good old American? Hello? Okay, and it has nothing to do with the actor, whether he's good or not. As an, you know, Superman's supposed to be American, okay? Can we keep it that way? Um, So, you know, the odds are against Batman versus Superman, but who's killing it? The fans are going to kill it if they're not happy with this movie. And uh, the final nail of the of course, will be the studio because the stockholder said, okay, you pump this Superman versus Batman, supposed to clear $100 million. Uh, Excuse me, supposed to clear $1 billion. If Deadpool can... It's going to wrap up about $800 million, supposedly, but let's not forget, it hasn't opened up in China yet. That's another $100 million guaranteed, and the movie will cost $50 million. The budget at Batman vs. Superman is up there. They're keeping it very, very low-key. They're saying, right now, it's about $150, <clears throat> maybe $200, <clears throat> maybe $250. <clears throat> it's up there. <laughs> so what's going to happen with that? Well, they, the Deadpool is really messing things up for them. I, I'm taking a whole bunch of people out. I'm going to be treating a bunch of people with Batman versus Superman. Okay? Uh, it's my birthday. People Instead of me treating people, people, you know, the, the good family, friends, um, it's going to be my party, and I want to be taking them Batman versus Superman. I want everybody to enjoy the movie. I don't want everybody going, wow, Frank, that really sucked. So, Zach... Do not disappoint me in my Batman. That better be the best superhero movie on the planet. Oh, you're going to hear shit. Uh, <laughs> that's why I got a radio show for, folks. Anyway, so anyway, so that's the Independent Spirit Awards and all these other award shows. But time the Oscars came, and most of it was predictable. Okay? Like I said, I thought Revenant would get it, get it, because usually the director and picture usually go together. As a matter of fact, Spotlight is the only picture, a little trivia, Spotlight is the only picture... Um, that got less than two awards. The only picture to get nominated for Best Picture and win and have no other awards, maybe one or two other awards with it, was the greatest show on earth. A picture was made in the back in 1963 by uh, the producer was Sissy B. DeMille. Okay, that's 63 years ago, and that was the Best Picture. And I think it only got maybe four Best what production design or something like that? Spotlight got it for best picture and screenwriting, and that was it. That's unheard of. That has never happened in the Academy Awards. So unbelievable! It gets best picture maybe for screenwriting. Of course, we know the other one was the the Big Short. Both films I do recommend. Okay. So, um, so the Big Footpaw, Spotlight. Okay. Stallone got dissed. That was a crying shame. You know, he nodded ahead and said, that's okay. You know, he was crying like Russell Crowe was, was depressed for weeks when he didn't win. And me personally, I think Russell Crowe was beautiful mind. He made that movie. Movie got nominated, but he didn't win. Come on. He was beautiful. Russell Crowe should have won it. Okay. Um, Leo, did he deserve Revenant? Nah. He should have nailed it for Wolf of Wall Street. 
he should have got that award. I forgot who won last year. See, nobody remembers. That's why people say, Frank, you say you wait till Wednesday, Thursday for other news, maybe even Friday, and you're doing a radio show the day after the Oscars. Tuesday, nobody is even going to want to hear this damn show. Oh, him with his fucking Oscars. Screw that. Uh, even I know. That's why I'm getting this out of the way. Okay? So, um, uh, okay, let me go down uh, the list real quick. Okay? Um, let me go to my blog. Okay, best picture. I pick Revenant, Spotlight. Do I recommend it? Yes. The Big Short, I recommend those two pictures. They're the better of the of the Oscar nominees. Uh, but you see it once, been there. That's it. Okay, Leo got it. Brill Lawson overrated. I think that little kid, Jacob, who's adorable, he's a big Star Wars fan, he should have been nominated. Nope. Supporting actor, Stallone got this by Mike Wylands. Overrated, Kate Wesley, she got this. So, um, so right there, the supporting, I was wrong about the two supporting categories. I was wrong about the best picture. If there was rumors that Spotlight might have got it, but I figured director and revenant, you know, director and best picture, we always go together. Sometimes they don't. But And, of course, the best visual effects, I picked Star Wars and Ex Machina. I told you Ex Machina, two out of five special effects were decent. It's not a visual effects film. It's yakking about robots being self-aware that they're robots. They want to be humans. Oh, been there, done it. Oh, fuck that. Okay. Uh Editing, I picked Mad Max. Cinematography, Revenant, pretty obvious. Uh, music score, Anita Marichone. Animation, uh, Inside Out. Should have been nom- at least nominated. Okay, documentary, Amy. No, what's, what's happening, uh, Mr. Simone? That should have won. Okay, so out of those 13 picks, I was wrong about four. So I got, uh, excuse me, so I, I said 10. I was nine out of 13, okay? Then I picked up the mixed bag. I personally picked these, but we'll be shared with the Revenant. I said, maybe, okay. Well, production design, sound design, sound editing, makeup, and costume. I did type down Mad Max, and it got 05. So I looked out with Mad Max. I had to pick 06. So me as a film fan, not showing off. No, 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 I'm not showing off. As a film fan, I'm glad that one of my favorite uh, pictures of the year, Mad Max, got all those awards. That's the only picture that got six awards. Everybody else got a little two or three. No, actually, Revenant just got three. Spotlight got two, and everybody else got one. So that's the wrap. Okay, on that. Now, two big footballs. Let's go talk about it. Now, Chris Rock, about his diversity. And I said this before, he's very hard edge. He can be very cynical. He can be very uh, uh, nasty in his comedy. He can be very funny. I have no problem with Chris Rock coming back. No problem. He was working a fine line, and I felt I felt really kind of bad. I mean, this he had to really cross the line. The jokes fell flat. The thing in my life sucked. He was not bad. He just had a hard choice how you work that fine line. The double sword, not to insult anybody, but bring up the topic. Okay. Everybody said he did a good job. Uh, for me, he failed because it was just it was not his fault. It was just just too hard to balance that fine line of trying to be funny, sarcastic without offending anybody. And I, to me, it's a big fail. He should have went out and just assaulted everybody. But then the Oscars are not about that. Man, he probably would have got away with it if Ricky Gervais, uh, if he was Ricky Gervais and the Golden Globes Awards. Okay, that's my take on that. Here's the two, two big for parts. The, the music thing. The next to the big poopa. Uh, let me just double check, make sure my uh, I'm looking at my clock here. Ten minutes left. Okay, I don't have to rush. 
And if I get to it, I'll I'll go down the top ten list of the of the of movies. Um, screw it. Let me do it right now. Fuck it. Okay. Big short. Um, the language is a um technical language, meaning you know about stock and trade. Okay, I'll give it the. I still recommend it. You be pissed off at the end because you know the the, the bad guys got away with it. Okay, Big Short definitely recommend it when it comes out. Uh, I if I walked on Wall Street, even some of the technology went over my head. You know, uh, the Wall Street talk, the how do you call it, the the jargon or whatever they call it. Okay, the lingual. Okay, um, talking about shares and stock and all that stuff. Um, with Christian Bale, really good. Uh, Steve Carell was the one to watch. He was really good in that movie. I definitely recommend it. Even if you're not, if you have nothing, you don't like Wall Street, you don't want to know nothing about Wall Street, you don't want to know about um, money and all that. The movie's very technical. I still recommend it, at least for the performances, three out of five. Okay? Uh, Bridge of Spies, three out of five. Performance is good. Tom Hanks is always great. The movie you saw once, eh, eh. There's a man, three out of five. Brooklyn, boring, two. Okay? Uh, the Room, overrated. Jacob stole the movie. He should have gotten nominated. Uh, Brill Lawson, no offense, honey, but you were good, but eh, meh. Okay? Two out of three. Overrated. As far as the, the, the problem with the film is the, the beginning, the first half of the movie where they are prisoners in a shack, and, they try, and the kids trying to escape and get, uh, trying to find a cop, that was really, really good. And once they get discovered, she's like, oh, I got issues. Maybe I want to kill myself. But the second half just sucked. It went downhill. Um, it, the movie really didn't recover. If you're curious for the little kid's performance, I definitely recommend it. But the movie itself is two out of three overrated. Spotlight. Uh, I, I did say four out of five because it is a good topic. Is it a best picture? It's not an intense movie like it should have been. Okay. Uh, that's why I was kind of really surprised. The Revenant, I thought, was a better edge movie. It was way too long, half hour way too long. It needed friggin' editing. But Leo was fantastic. I have no problem with him getting the award. He should have got it for, for Wall Street. Definitely check out Revenant Comes Out. I think it's coming out right after Star Wars, believe it or not, second week in April. But check it out just for the best. You know? <laughs> Little Leo gets raped. I hate saying that word, but oh, that bear fucks him up. You gotta just see it for that scene alone, okay? And of course, my personal favorite, The Martian, because technically, this show was always uh, at the beginning. Video Next Best 25 years ago when we do the live show on a uh, little, little live on MNN. We're gonna go back in May. The show was always known Video Next Best sci fi, sci fact. Whatever science fiction always comes true. That's why I love science fiction because it, everything comes true. I mentioned that before. We are going to Mars. So it's not pretty soon. It's not going to be science fiction. It's going to be sci-fi. Technically, he got this right. What will, how would it be for us to land in Mars? Mad Max works on so many ep, um, episodes. Works on so many levels. Uh, I can go on and on for that. For me, is they actually film these scenes in the desert with cars smashing, and there's a car called Cranky Frank. That's why it's one of my favorite movies of the year. Okay. Um, so, what would I recommend altogether? Most of these on Netflix, if you're curious. Uh, Chick Flick, you know, Book and Carol. She got nominated, but the movie didn't. <coughs> Almost forever twice, excuse me. Lose my voice now. Okay, now, let's get to the big footpaths. Again, in memory, David Grohl came out. He's singing Blackbird, the Beatles, Paul McCartney. 
uh, Paul McCartney wrote the song. It was done by the Beatles on the White Album. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Anyway, great acoustic song. David Grohl was excellent on uh, on the guitar. For a drummer, he plays damn good guitar, I got to admit. He did a really great job. And they blew it. They forgot fish. Abe Gorda. Um, Leatherface. Uh, what's his name? Uh, let, let me actually go to the thing here because I got the article open up. Ava Gorda started in The Godfather. Can you tell Michael was on business? Hey, Tom, can you uh, get me out of this jam? Uh, sorry, but I can't do that. Great scene in The Godfather, one of my favorite all-time films. I mentioned that. Ava Gorda was this again. Um, Rocky Star. Tony Burton, talk about Creed, talk about Rocky, the original Rocky. Tony Burton was the black dude who helped Bogus Meredith. Bogus Meredith, Meredith, probably best known as the Penguin. Nah, 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 nah. The Penguin in uh, the original Batman TV series of 1966. Adam West was in the Big Bang Theory. Did anybody see that? Kind of sad, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't all that funny. I know. Chilling his birthday. Yeah, screw him. Anyway, um, Tony Burton passed away. Didn't mention him. Okay, and he did he did a lot of background uh, background acting work. You know, he was a was second and third banana. I'm I'm saying that for a reason. It's not it's not an offense. Either. It's a very big huge compliment. Hold on a second. Tony Burton was not mentioned. Rocky. Okay. Um, look at my timing here. Okay, Gunnar Hansen, Leatherface, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, not mentioned. Angus Grimm, that's right, the original guy, the tall the tall guy. And Phantasm, that's the ball, the metallic ball that flies with the spikes. Angus Grimm was not nominated. Last but not least, Yugi. Oof, oof. That's right, Yugi. The dog. And Best Picture Oscar winner for The Artist. The dog who played on The Artist. You know The Artist? was a film that won for Best Picture, which I personally love. Black and white picture about the silent movie era. Okay, and it played like a silent movie. It was not a talkie whatsoever. A lot of people hated it. It was a black and white. I loved the film. The dog was the main star of the picture. He poor little thing passed away. Didn't get mentioned. Well, Frank, it's only a dog. They, they mentioned a fucking film critic. Well, are they nuts? They mentioned a film critic in memory. A film critic, really? Now, people say, well, are you a film critic? Ah, no. Technically, I am a background actor. Okay? I'm a film fan. I know about the business because I work in the business, but I do this as love and passion about making movies, being in movies, and I'm a film fan. I can sit in the back with my popcorn and enjoy a film, okay? I'm not a film critic. I tag it when I spend $10, and when my friends go, wow, Frank, that, thanks for taking this, but that film really sucked. Then I'm pissed off, <laughs> okay? I'm a film fan, okay? Just be known as that, Okay? Um, so I'm technically, I'm not a film critic. I'm a film fan who, shit, come on, I love Star Wars, Godzilla, James Bond, Minions. Does that sound like a film critic to you? Better do, better do, better do. Banana, mango, papaya. Anyway, so they blew it. Now it's funny because one of my favorite all-time background actors, George Kennedy, passed away today. And he kind of just missed that. They probably wouldn't mention them anyway. Who is George Kennedy? Academy Award winner. One of my favorite uh, characters he played was Joe Patroni in the famous Airport. Airport um, was the first, uh, officially first disaster movie of the 70s. Airport, Poseidon Adventure, Towering Inferno. I grew up with these disaster movies. Earthquake with Charleston Heston. Uh, George Kennedy was in Airport. 
the old four films and the sequels, and Earthquake. Um, this is before a San Andreas. Earthquake was the original film back in, I think, in 1975. Of Charleston Heston and George Kennedy. George Kennedy is an Academy Award winner for supporting actor for Cool Hand Luke. Uh, to talk about the um, airport movies, disaster movies, he was in The Naked Gun with Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen played the captain and Poseidon Adventure. And, of course, he played the, the police captain, I forgot his name, The Naked Gun series, three movies. That's the one with OJ is in. That's right. Uh, George Kennedy also was in a lot, quite a few Clint Eastwood movies. Two of them I could recommend, Iger Sanction, where they actually climbed up a cliff out in Arizona, I believe. I forget the name of the, the, um, the actual cliff. Uh, Iger Sanction. Actually, a stuntman passed away there uh, while trying to do one of the stunts. He was trying to do a Clint Eastwood stunt, and he got hit by rock, a falling rock, and got killed on location on the movie. Sad but true. I got sanctioned. Cinematography was excellent. I recommend that. The other one is Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Uh, one of the rare instances where he plays a bad guy. Uh, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot, that is Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges' first major movie. Uh, George Kennedy, I mentioned um, uh, Tony Burton. I'm going to be auditioning for a lot of roles, and the best thing I can say, I've concluded on the other show, is being a second banana. You're always working, always trying to get a supporting actor. You're a major star. You do a film, three films. They bomb. You're out of luck. Check out the guy who did uh, a Battleship, the guy who played Gambit, whatever his name, Taylor. Um, uh, the guy from Mars, was it? Uh, John Mars? Uh, uh, Taylor Kitsch? Yeah. Three movies? He's down in the dumps now. That's how the way Hollywood is. A very, if you want to get it, want to be an actor, always think of Second Banana. Now the whole thing with Lady Gaga. I'm going to continue the subject in the next one. The next episode is going to be James Bond. I'm going to pick up the topic of Lady Gaga. Should have won the award. Not writing in a role. That piece of crap. Now I really hate it because I won over Lady Gaga. She knocked it over with a beautiful performance. That was the highlight of the evening. Lady Gaga again. She do no wrong. But writing the wall one instead. That's I'm going to start the next show with that topic about songs, about James Bond, and Frank Rapidly music. That announcement will, will be made in the next episode. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. That's the Ask a Wrap Up. May the force be with you. Love, uh, love, uh, live long and prosper. And I see you on the next show. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you then.